good morning, good morning, and welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I'm your host, Victoria J, and welcome, welcome, welcome to our very first show this 2023. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. First and foremost, we want to give God all the praise and all the glory for waking us up on this beautiful morning and keeping a hedge of protection around and about us, Lord. We just thank you for all the things that you've done in 2022, all the things that you're going to do in 2023, all the doors that you closed in 22, and all the doors that you opened to bring us into this brand new year, 2023. Amen. Amen. We just bless your name, Jesus, and we thank you, thank you, thank you for this beautiful, beautiful day. So how's all my people doing out there? I am doing just fabulous. I tell you, the holiday season was so good good to me. From Thanksgiving to Christmas to the new year. I think I told you guys a little bit about it um, in my last episode. But now that we're kicking off a new year, I'm expecting great things in January 2022. And I just wanted to pop on with you guys, being that this is today, January the 2nd, and kick my year off with you all and allow you guys to kick your year off with me and give you some positive tips to think about during uh, this year, 2023. You know, God has been so good to me and I was reflecting over the time that I spent with him in 2022. And although I have been a believer all my life and I feel like I've been a Christian all my life, I really spent time with God in 2022. I really was dedicated to waking up and reading my word and and, and allowing his daily bread to be etched across the tables of my heart. I was faithful to talking to him and going to him with my concerns. And I looked back on that and I found out, you know, I walked whole the whole 2022 with my father and I look back on the fact that uh, I didn't do too bad financially here um, I didn't do too bad with uh, the podcast the podcast was something new and wonderful to be grateful about and I still have my sobriety so that was that was one big thing just having a peace of mind and having my sobriety as I moved along and I was just like Lord I thank you I thank him for the small victories and I wanted to talk to you guys about some of those things today thank him for the small victories celebrate yourself whether it was a career opportunity or whether you embarked on a new business a new relationship or even if you just poured into yourself ladies you know I am an advocate of us pouring into ourselves and making sure that we're okay first before we can be okay for anybody else making sure that our children are okay making sure that our elderly community is okay So be thankful. If you made those small steps back in October that I kicked the show off with about checking out your mental status and checking out, um, checking on your girlfriend and pouring into yourself and getting rid of all that negative energy, negative people. If you did that in 2022 from October till today, be thankful for that small victory because that was a big step. It takes a lot of courage for someone to uh, 
just start over, just to start the rebuilding process. It takes a lot of courage. If you had a habit that you had to kick and you did that, it takes a lot of courage. If you had a friend or even a family member that was, wasn't bringing any positivity into your life and you started to slowly disassociate yourself with them, that's a big one because it takes a lot for us to um, get rid of a family member or get rid of a dear or close friend. But if it helps us mentally, then I say go for it. And I was an advocate for that last year. Um, If you got out of that toxic relationship, whether it was mental or physical abuse, pat yourself on the back for those small victories. And I promise you, you'll look up one day, you'll look up and it'll be December 2023, getting ready to go into 2024, God's will. And you'll be like, you know what? A whole year went by. And I stayed faithful to the things that I told myself and that I told God that I was going to do. Amen. I hear that. Amen. So celebrate yourself and celebrate someone else too. Celebrate somebody else's uh, victory. Be contagious to somebody else in 2023. You guys all know that I said I am not an advocate of... um, I'm not an advocate of making New Year's resolutions, but I am an advocate of creating small things that I can do, small obtainable goals that I can take care of. Um, One of my goals this year is eating better. I think I told you guys about that before. And I made it a small goal. I'm not going to concentrate on the weight, although I gave myself a goal to two to three pounds a month. And if I achieved that at the end of 2023, I didn't make any promises to myself that I couldn't keep, but I set my goal feasible enough to know that even if I do cheat in my meal planning, that I still can lose inches or I can lose pounds. Either way, I'm still going to get some type of victory out of it. So make sure that you make your goals for 2023 obtainable. And I was listening to someone uh, here recently, and I forget what show it was on, and they were talking about, they they looked up the meaning of resolution, and um, somewhere in there it said, holding yourself accountable, making promises to yourself, and it was an old tradition. Um, that the Irish did was make uh, resolutions to their self. And I said, you know, that's the one thing that keeps us upset. And especially us being human beings, um, we make promises to ourselves. We make promises to other people that, that, that we know sometimes is untain- unattainable. We may have good intentions. We may have good hearts about doing it. But just because you have good intentions and have a good heart, don't put yourself in a position in 2023 to make promises to yourself that you're going to beat yourself up about or that someone else is going to beat you up about. Make them small, make them plain, make it so that you have an opportunity to reach them and they won't be taking over or consuming your mind and your thoughts of why you couldn't do it. And, um, I was talking to some of my friends and we were talking about the things that we were passionate about or being on fire about. And some of us were talking about making career changes and some of them was talking about going back to school and just, um, 
I don't know how we got into the conversation, but we did get in the conversation of being passionate about something. And one of my friends, she was saying how she's passionate about her job. She loves the work that she does. She loves the people that she's surrounded with. And I was thinking, I said, you know, I am so passionate about my podcast. Even though it just started, I'm passionate about I wake up ready to do it, whether I put out an episode twice or three times a week. I'm passionate about that. I'm on fire about just some of the topics that we talk about and some of the people that I get to interview and some of the people that I talk to. So I was thinking, you know, at first during the conversation, I thought maybe I'm not really passionate about anything, but I'm really excited about the podcast when I get up in the morning times when I'm um, jotting down ideas. Um, I, my, uh, my ears are always um, antenna up first, as I would say. Remember the old uh, antennas that you used to put on the TVs? My antennas are up now to different conversations and different people and getting to know different people and interacting interacting with different things. So I, I found out that, you know, I'm really passionate about it. And from you guys' feedback, I must be okay at it too. So I thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of something that's, that I'm passionate and on fire about. So I say that to say this, find your passion. Find something that you're on fire about. We all get up and we go to work or we're if we're stay-at-home parents, we are taking care of the kids or we're working that nine to five and sometimes that nine to five turns into Sunday through Sunday. And we, we're just going to work and some of us love our jobs and some of us don't. I don't. I can't think of many people that I know that's on fire to go work for somebody else. But I'm an entrepreneur by heart. Um, I'll try anything once if it makes sense. I will say that. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs and they are just happy in the things that they do. And I think someone said before, and I, I, I'm pretty sure it's been circulating around. When you work a job that you love doing, it's not a job anymore. It becomes your career. It becomes the thing that you're in love with. You eat and you breathe that. So if I can give you no other advice, find something that you guys are passionate about, something that you're on fire about, and just let it take control. And before you know it, God's will, that thing will become your new career. Or even if it's being in a relationship, being in a relationship with God. Um, I was at a, a service a couple Sundays ago at our church, and our pastor brought up uh, having zeal for God and being on fire for God, like you're on fire to go to work and work yourself to death and, and um, get that overtime in. Um, he was talking about having the zeal for God. And you guys know I'm a Christian first before I am Victoria. So I have that fire for God. I have that zeal for God. So I, I incorporate everything. I put God first and I just ask him to lead the way. So if you have fire and passion like I do, you're going to wake up every day with a smile on your face and a, and a song in your heart. Now, I will say every day is not always a good day. I'm not going to sit up here and say that every day I'm just happy, happy, joy, joy, because certainly not. But most of the time I am. I'm always coming up with fresh ideas. I'm always meeting somebody or I'm always talking to somebody. And as you guys can hear, I am a talker. I love to talk. I think my husband is glad that I have this podcast so I can talk to you guys and I won't be talking to his, his ears, his ears off. <laughs> 
But anyway, moving right along, definitely have a passion for your projects, have a passion for your relationships, and see how that works out for you in 2023. And the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about that, uh, as I was jotting down things that I wanted to say or things that came across my mind as I was reflecting over my 2023 was making sure that the environment that you're in, your home environment, is a place of rest. It is so important to make sure that your home is a place where you can come in and rest and be at peace. I can't stress that enough. I will say that again. It is so important to make sure that you come home and your home is a place of rest and somewhere where you can find a little bit of peace with no confusion, blocking out all the noise of the world, whether it was at the stress on the job, whether it was you were stuck in traffic or chaos at the grocery store, your local Walmart or Target or what have you, a place where you can come home take off your clothes, jump in the shower, and just be still. And I know that's easier said than done for some of us. Some of us are going through a transition. Some of us are going through the rebuilding phase. But I promise you, if you take all the confusion out of your life and stand in your place of peace while you're rebuilding, you will see a much, much bigger difference. Um, I think we go through so much in this world. Our world is going through so much, so much chaos, so many things are trending, so many things are new, it's it's so many different ways to make money, it's so much all over social media and the news and the radio. If you can't block out that stuff while you're in your car or at, at your job, you can certainly, your home should be certainly a place, a sanctuary. A lot of people use trips to get away, to get a peace of mind, whether it be once or twice in a year. But I'm an advocate of your home being your place where that is your trip. That is your comfort. People used to tease me all the time about being at home. And I used to tell them I worked hard for the things that I put in my house. I love to decorate. So anything that I put in my house that... uh, beautified or or made it beautiful. Um, I wanted to sit back and enjoy it. Whether I bought a new TV or a new sofa or added some flowers or what have you or just sat by the fireplace. I wanted to be able to enjoy the comforts of my home. So when they said that to me, it it just kind of mind, uh, did something to my mind. It made my mind go crazy. Like, what do you mean I'm always a homebody? There's really nothing in the street that I really want to be out there doing at this particular time. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy an occasional shopping trip, a concert, uh, or going to church and uh, doing business, even being at some of the uh, conferences I used to go to when I sold my jewelry. I love being around people, but my home was my place of peace. I didn't need to take a trip, although trips are wonderful. I didn't need to take a trip because I made sure that my home was comfortable enough that it wasn't just a house, that it was a home. And I wanted to enjoy the fruits of my labor. We worked so hard on um at our jobs and we work hard at putting things into our homes and making sure our yards are nice front and back why not sit at home and enjoy it 
even if you enjoy it by yourself. So I want to say to you guys, make sure in 2023, get rid of all the confusion, get rid of all the negativity and make your house your home. Make it a place where you put your key in and you don't have any confusion. And if you're involved in that relationship where there's negativity and chaos there, I will say again, go back and listen to my episodes of To Be or Not To Be. Uh, mentally abused or submissive, go back and listen to did you pour into yourself today and start making those lists and start planting those seeds to be the gardener of your own story. Can nobody do that for you but you? But it starts somewhere. So if you're in that place in your life where there's confusion, go back, reevaluate your life so that this year in 2022, you can be the gardener of your own story and you can come home to some peace. I will tell my ladies that are in relationships and my men, sometimes for me and my husband, my husband's not a big talker and I'm, I'm, I'm talkative. I will chatter, 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 chatter. And what we found in 2022 that worked for us He's more of a phone talker. He will talk to me on the phone. So if we're having a disagreement about something or we're not on the same page about something, first of all, we go to our neutral corners. Second of all, I might call him or he might call me every day. He calls me at lunch. He might call me or if it's really bothering me, I'll wake up five, six o'clock in the morning and call him when I know he's on the way to work. And we talk about it then. So when we're able to talk about that stuff right then and there, it doesn't fester. It doesn't linger. That means he didn't leave home with a bunch of crap on his mind. I didn't stay at home because I'm a stay-at-home wife. I didn't stay at home with a bunch of crap on my mind. And we found out that the more we put that in practice, the better we were able to have conversations with each other. So you guys, I tell you as a couple, find your niche. Find your niche to whereas you're not tearing yourself each other down, that you're not tearing down your relationship by disagreeing and arguing. Find that niche where you guys can come together and talk about it. And it may be that some of us may need counseling. Some people out there may need counseling. I'm definitely not opposed to any counseling, whether it be marriage counseling, where whether it be counseling for you as an individual. I say go for it. I think that we go through a lot in this world where we just need counseling. We need to be able to forgive ourselves. And we also need to be able to forgive others, which brings me to extending that olive branch. Don't overextend, but God did say to forgive your neighbor. He also said to repent of your sins. And it reminds me of in his word where he uh, sent his disciples out. And he told his disciples to go out and minister to his people. And uh, he did tell them, he said, don't take, you know, any money with you, any, any, anything with you. He said, go out and, and start ministering into the city. And if you come to a house and they refuse to receive you or hear the words, he said, depart from the house, shake the dust off your feet and move on. And... 
I'll just paraphrase that and you can go back and read it for yourself. You can find it in Matthew. You can find it in Mark or Luke. I think it's Matthew though. Um, I just paraphrased that, but I want to say this. I'm not talking about forgiving that friend that wronged you that you didn't know for a while. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about family members. Family, from what I can see, and that's just in my circle. Families are getting torn apart. It's what I can see on social media, all the bantering back and forth. And now that we have the ability to go live, people are on social media arguing with their their moms and mothers are arguing with their daughters and calling each other out of their name and tearing each other down. Um, One of the things is you can get paid doing certain things on social media. So everybody's just tearing everything, everybody down. And I looked at that and I looked at some people that I know and even um, in my area where I live at, just on a day-to-day basis and people that I talk to, families are just being tore apart. So if you can do nothing else but extend that olive branch and try to make amends. And sometimes people, some things don't need to be talked about. What's in the past is in the past. Just like you made that resolution to get rid of everything old in 2022, get rid of all that negativity that you were holding on in 2022 and don't bring it into 23. You don't need to talk about it. Sometimes we as people, we feel like we got to talk everything out. And that was a lesson I had to learn myself. Some things just don't need to be talked about. If you were the person in the wrong Admit you was wrong, apologize, ask for forgiveness, ask God to forgive you. And if you guys develop a relationship, great. If it was that person and they come to you and they admit they were wrong and you develop a relationship, great. But as far as it talking it out, who did what, who said what, sometimes the apology is all that is needed. And if you can't get or give that apology, like God told his disciples, shake that dust off your feet and move on. But at least you can say that you tried. Forgiveness is for you. It is not for anybody else. And people use those words so loosely until it happens to them. Until they've wronged somebody or did something to somebody that that person is not willing to forgive them. So if nothing else, family, family, please, we are all that we got. Go back and love on that sister, brother, auntie, uncle, cousin. Love on that person. Let them be the best person that they can be for you in your life. And accept them for who they are. You don't have to invite them to everything. You don't have to call them on a daily basis. But as long as you extended that olive branch and you made that first move, leave everything in the past. Sometimes we make things worse when we try to discuss what we were mad about in the first place. So if I can give anybody any advice, uh, do that. And be graceful in your surroundings. Um, Let your actions be graceful and pure this year. Uh, Do a kindness for someone. Try to be consciously aware 
of even if you're in a grocery store or uh, going in, in and out of a gas station, you know, open the door for somebody, hold the door for somebody, especially my men. Get back into opening the door for your mate and showing her what uh, love and respect looks like. And we as people, uh, hold a conversation with somebody. You don't have to tell them your whole life to uh, give them a kind word, tell them they look nice, the hair look nice, or or something. Even if you're standing in line waiting to get checked out by the cashier, get Give a kind word, and and if you're like me, and if you're a Christian, you know, give them a kind word and see if you can ease on in there and ask them, you know, what their relationship with God is like. You just you just never know. But try to be graceful in 2023 and everything that you do, and watch God begin to manifest the different things that He has for you to do in your life. I will say it again. This podcast has been the best thing for me. It it actually has allowed me to get out some things that I didn't know that was in me. And it also allowed me to talk to people that I don't get to see on a daily basis. And some that I haven't seen for years and some that I don't know that have inboxed me, that have picked up the phone and called me and told me that they really enjoyed the show. And one of the shows touched them. So if I can be used as God's vessel to help anybody in their life, then that's what I want to do. And I want to be able to be graceful about it. And I want to do it with with good cheer. I want to be happy. One of the things that I do want to say before I get ready to go, guys, is reward yourself. Don't just reward yourself for a birthday or, or Christmas. Reward yourself when you do something positive, something that means something to you that nobody else recognizes. Because I can tell you, we as a society, we have gotten away from a lot of things that we should be doing. Reward yourself. There's so much chaos going out here. People are out here and it seems like people just wake up these days to say something negative to about somebody, especially if you're in the social media world and even in sometimes in the podcast world. You have mean-spirited people out here that have nothing else better to do with their time than to beat somebody down. And I want to talk to my Black community. We go through enough in our community. We definitely need to stop beating each other down. Lift somebody up. I don't care if it's supporting a Black-owned business or, or saying hello to your sister, especially us ladies. We tend to hold grudges. Uh, men, if they're through with each other, they're through with each other. Us, we tend to hold grudges. So be happy with yourself. Be happy with your choices. Be happy with your choices. And I will say this, and and all the things that you do, reward yourself. Be happy with your choices. And please, please, please guard your tongue. You know, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I have been practicing that. I practiced that 2022. And for me, I feel like I did okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't where I wanted it to be. So 2023, I'm going to really be conscious of the things that I say, what I say, and what I say to people. And God gave me this podcast. So, you know, that's enough talking for one person. But saying different things to people and telling people all my feelings and what's on my mind, sometimes I can curve that because I can be a chatterbox. Um, 
So I'm going to be conscious of that. And when I say life and death is in the power of the tongue, I'm not just talking about negative things. If you want good things to happen for you, you have to speak those good things. And that's something else that I'm practicing. I'm practicing speaking good things in my life because I can be filled with a lot of negativity sometimes. So I'm practicing being positive and speaking positive things in my life so that I can continue to be a positive role model for my children to look up to, for my elders to be proud of, and for my community to be proud of. So when I say power and death, I'm sorry, life and death is in the power of the tongue. It's just not talking about putting somebody down. It's also talking about uh, speaking something positive into your life, okay? So with that being said, guys, I had a whole lot more that I could have said, but I want to say this. Allow yourself some time to pour into yourself. Just because we entered into a new year, allow yourself some time support into yourself and I have a little passage that I want to read to you guys and it goes Lord heal me help me care for my body Lord enable me to make good decisions with regard to maintaining healthy habits and thank you for for being a healer especially I pray for patience wisdom and understanding Help me to find healing through your word, through your prayer, prayer, and through the faith as you are my healer. Thank you for loving us so much. Say that to yourself on a daily basis, guys. If you are a Christian believer, if you're a believer, if you're a spiritual believer, if you believe there's a God up above, thank him every day for waking you up. It only takes a pause to thank him about some of the great things that he has done in your life versus always asking and needing and murmuring about the things that he hasn't done. And I have to tell you, it does take practice. I was one of those people. I used to murmur and complain all the time about the things that I thought God should have done for me in my life. And I had to realize it's by his grace that he even wakes me up in the morning. So for nothing else, if my whole day goes bad, If he decides to wake me up again on the next day and it is his will, I have to be thankful for that and try to put my best foot forward to try to fix all the other things in my life and just be patient because I'm sure that he's going to come along and give me some direction. And if nothing else, he's going to heal my heart. With that being said, guys, happy, happy new year. Let's kick this year off with a bang. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you again on Thursday. Ciao for now. Be blessed.